Over the sideline and picks. Russell Douglas. Third consecutive drive that ends in an interception. And how about the Packers D standing tall today? And I owe the entire Packer Nation an apology because I said it was absolutely absurd to believe that this team could get into the playoffs, and I was wrong. Welcome back to the Bowski Bros podcast. This is the NFL podcast for the average bro. Glad to be back after uh, a Christmas break. Thanks for the regular listeners for putting up with us for a week that we weren't here. We got Sam, Tim, and Johnny back again to talk about two weeks worth of football and an upcoming border battle between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Boys, what's up? What's going on? What up? Hey, Christmas. Good to be back. Yeah. Merry Christmas, fellas. Yeah, no doubt. No, I forgot the, to give you the, guys your in the in the spirit of Christmas. I have a a little poem. Oh, okay. That I that I that I found. I want to read it if you All don't mind. All right, yeah, we're ready. <clears throat> Lovely. It goes like this. Uh, Twas a couple of nights past Christmas, and we won in their house. Not a Packer was scoring, not even Crosby the mouse. Our defense will stand tall as the Packers fans rant, and we will fill their house with purple and the sound of skull chant. Merry Christmas. That was real gay. I hope you guys like that. That That was was the dumbest thing that's ever come out of your mouth. Uh, It's brilliant. No, hold on. I got a poem for you, too. Go, Pat! Go! Go. (laughs) So what do you think? Was that poem better than the, the first one? That's not the only poem Sam's read on this Absolutely podcast. Absolutely <laughs> no, not. not. <laughs> we don't need to bring that up. You're it's a good one to read that one again. Some say no. he's the goat. Oh, the things I do <laughs> to let him come in my throat. <laughs> how's your how's your dad John doing, Tim? Your dad John. It's an inside joke. Oh, okay. How's my dad, John? Yeah, my dad John is doing real good. I called him John at the grocery store on accident. You called you called uh, Tim's dad John, or you called Tim John? No, I, I called Tim's. I was like, hey, I, I ran into him at the grocery store. I was like, oh, hey, John. Unreal. Just, I didn't even think twice about it. Yeah. The utter disrespect <laughs> is if, just. If you if you would have got me some Viking encyclopedias for Christmas, I probably would have remembered his first name. If you didn't cheer for a trash fucking football team, maybe he would get you Christmas gifts. But you, uh, but you unfortunately cheer for a trash football team. So that the last time we had you guys have a podcast, I wasn't on, and I listened. Yeah, and I wrote down some notes that I'd like to go over. All right. Well, before you rip into your notes here, uh, Sam is correct. It's been a while. The podcast he's talking about was a couple weeks ago. Uh, we took the week of Christmas off of the main Bowski Bros. If you're a first-time listener here on the Bosque Rose, great to have you. Thanks for joining the ride. Um, 
to to all of you longtime listeners or first-time listeners, if you just take a second, we'd love if you could just leave us a quick review on whatever listening platform you're listening on. Any any support we can get, uh, we love. It goes a long way for our little show here. So uh, comments, reviews, shares, anything under the sun would be fantastic. But, yes, we are back after a short break, ready to dive into some more football. And Sam is about to tear uh, mine and Tim's Packer edition apart. I can just feel it. Bring it on. Uh, honestly, I didn't listen to those yet. But this oh, is just the one with oh, this the is main just one, one yeah. with Dylan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh the first thing I have is the after the Lions game that the the that uh Minnesota what happened dubbed one with the with the beat in it. It was like Minnesota, what happened? Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty great. That that was uh but that video helped them win the division the week after. So thank you. Bullets and uh, board material. Wait, Sam? hold on. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Minnesota! What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> it was genius. Uh, not sure if Dylan's an actual Vikings fan or just some pseudo Packer fan that you paid to come on the podcast and talk about them from the way he was unsure about how he feels about the purple jesus christ you're just mad because uh, he was very realistic about things he wasn't no, see, uh, he wasn't sure he's not delusional no see everything i say is factual he's a, I, <laughs> I, I don't know if he knows what he's talking about to be honest i would i would be willing to say that dylan is a, a truer viking fan than yourself oh, okay <laughs> first of all i'm older and wiser you don't know that I'm 100% fat. It's a, it's a true thing. The older you are, the wiser you are. Hmm. Do you have any other pretty, points? I mean, I Dylan guess I don't or... know if I'm, if I'm what older else, than What him. else you got, Could've Sam? Back. <laughs> um, uh, you guys talked about the new coaching regime. Um, yeah, we did. Are you, are you how like... great... Are you like recapping what we talked about, or do you have? I just like have stuff my, my to notes. To it? Oh, okay. How 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 great how great this Minnesota Vikings team is with their first uh, time head coach and new GM and pretty much the same players that Zimmer had. And now we're twelve and three. Just how yeah amazing. we were we were very we were very complimentary much, of your how amazing staff. this team is right. Yeah, uh, the can't finish stigma of the Minnesota Vikings is broken. The last yeah. two weeks, Kirk Cousins has like over eight, almost 900 yards and almost seven touchdowns, which is absolutely crazy. Yeah, they're doing it. I've I've said, I'm going to say this every week, and I've said it forever. You guys closing those games out is like conditioning you to be, you know, to finish games in the playoffs. It's It's a good thing. However. You should be happy. However. <laughs> If you go down thirty-three to zero against Philadelphia or San Francisco, you're not coming back from that. We're coming back. We already <laughs> proved that we can. Ha- already <laughs> proved it can happen. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Hey, John. Which team has the the biggest rec- recorded comeback in NFL history? Uh, the Minnesota Vikings when they went down oh. thirty-three to zero against the four and eight 
Indianapolis Colts. That's right. They they came back <laughs> against the four and eight Indianapolis Colts. Is that it's the game a, you're talking it's a, about? It's, it's a week by week league. Uh, I'll take whatever kind of magic carpet we're riding this year into the playoffs and all the way to the Super Bowl. And everyone else that says, oh, maybe they're going to go, that's a Vikings fan, can eat Schmeg. And it's not really a Super Bowl for you because you didn't believe. So in your mind, they're going to the Super Bowl right now. They're walking away with a ring. Oh, 100%. All aboard. Choo-choo. No. And then because the game of football, the ball can bounce one way, and and then and when the and when the seven seed Green Bay Packers march into Minneapolis, I will beat any and beat anything the two that seed, that won't happen, and beat the two seed Minnesota Vikings, ending their season. Everyone will chant Minnesota. Oh, and with Dylan, you guys like sounded really ticky tacky and like using big words, and you sound like you're trying to suck each other's dicks and shit. And it was a little weird, but we can we can move on past that. Yeah, we kind of have to dumb it down when we talk to you, though, Sam. So <laughs> oh, okay, that's why we use okay. we're able to use bigger words with Doug. And like like when when we're talking about Viking stuff, it's like you guys started like really chimed in when Dylan was on we're like really into the conversation whenever I bring up the Vikings you guys just kind of sit there okay hold go, on I'm, what's I'm, next Sam I'm gonna pump the, what's next Sam? I'm gonna hold on very... what's next? all right I'm gonna pump the brakes on them right there uh Sam the reason that that happens is because it's it's a two-way street you do the exact same thing when we talk about the Packers what am I supposed to say about the Packers? You guys talk about them. Go ahead. Well, it's, it's nice to have a conversation with all three people. Dylan allowed us well, to do that. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> we want to talk to you about this kind of stuff, Sam. <laughs> you just get you get really defensive. I'll talk about the but You guys dialogued with him about the Vikings more than you've dialogued about the Vikings with me in like a two and a half years or a year and a half. But we're good. The Vikings won the division. I'm fine. The Packers suck dick. We're all good. There it is right there. That comment that you just threw out. That's that's why we were able to talk to him about the Vikings because when we talked it's true. when we talked about the Packers with him. Yeah, John, what's next, John? His, what do you got next? His huh? only response was not What do you got next? Oh, the, the huh? Packers suck dick. What do you got next? Uh, gonna oh, choke pack, this weekend. Oh. <laughs> uh, How, who's your guys' cornerback that you uh, think is great? You mean Rasul Douglas that got the game winning interception, or, the, or the Jair Alexander that also oh, got an interception? The, all, all three interceptions you guys got after Tua had another concussion. Hmm. I'll, I'll take them. Yeah, I'll pull a I'll pull a page out of the Viking fan handbook this year. A win's a win. Win is a win. <laughs> a win's a win. That is true. Even if you're down thirty three to zero against four and eight Indianapolis Colts, wins a win. Yeah. Uh we were you guys talked about the the bend but don't break defense and how you wouldn't want that under any circumstance. Yeah. And that bend but don't break defense has won a record, NFL record, eleven straight one score games. 
that, so I'll take it that, into that's, the Super that, Bowl. That's the the description of don't break. That, yeah, that, that's yeah. what that like, means. I don't want right the there. bend, but don't break. The Vikings are fucking twelve and three with that bend and don't break defense. Yeah, but that what that's what that statement means is they're not breaking. That's why you've won right. those games, right? Yeah, we're, so it's not a bad, that's not a bad we're, thing. We're all in agreement here. I would think that just like a solid don't break defense would be a little more easy to watch, though. You know, no bending. Yeah, it would be nice if you could watch one game where you didn't have to sweat it out the entire time. I, I mean, I would, who, no, who I just agree with that because it's those games are fun to watch. Like, yeah, you want to have a dominant defense, but like, fuck, it's close. It's fun. It's fun football. As a Packer fan, I'd rather watch them blow out every single team they play than play close games. Yeah, but it's entertaining, right? Right. There is an entertaining enter- factor. I've been entertained as fuck watching the Vikings close out games this year. Well, yeah, as a non-Viking fan or fan of whatever team they're playing, they're the most fun yeah. games to watch. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm saying uh, I'm saying so- as a fan it might be nice to have a, you know, just a non-sweater one of these weeks. Oh, maybe they'll maybe they'll do that in the playoffs. Maybe they'll maybe they'll turn it around and be like a top 3 defense in the playoffs. Jeez. Just watch out. Old Zadarius coming in. Mm. Going to eat Somebody was on the last podcast was dogging on Jared Goff. I just wanted to bring up that he went to a Super Bowl. Did we dog on Jared Goff? Who was it? One of you guys did. Name him. Jared Goff is elite. No picks, no proof. Yeah. I mean, he he played in a Super Bowl. Um, What else we got here? That doesn't make much sense. Sam, if you're going to... Tr- yeah, there you go. I was going to say, if you're going to ever turn a page, make sure you hold it right up to the microphone. Oh, uh, Vikings D-line depth is elite. I don't know about this whole after Zadarius and Daniel Hunter, we're fucked thing you guys were talking about last time. But we're fucking just stacked at D-line. Did our... You yourself have said that all like all year, too. Did... Stacked. Did our last conversation without you trigger something? No, I'm just bringing up the point. I'm just I I re-listen and I bring up the points that were wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. it, it, when you guys talked about the the Sean McVay tree, right? Yeah, it all started with next level Shanny and Shanahan Senior in Washington. Yeah, you're not wrong. So it, it all stems from the Shanahan tree. So watch out for them 49ers. Yourself included. Yeah, when Dylan when Dylan said that, I was really shocked when he said that the 49ers, like he's not scared of them. Oh yeah, me I too. Know. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I texted him afterwards too. I'm like, what do you what did you mean about this? And he's like, I don't know, I just I think they're I think they're I think we can outpace their offense is basically what he was saying. I was like, hmm. So okay. if you're if you're Mike uh Shanahan and John Lynch and Brock Purdy wins you the Super Bowl this year, what do you do? Uh, I mean, like as 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 a forty nine er, and like as like front office, as like, like you 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 two are in in charge of the organization, and Brock Purdy, who's been playing excellent, wins the Super Bowl, and like goes out as the Super Bowl MVP. What do you do? 
I think if that sort of thing like really started to happen, like across not just like one off with 49ers, but like you see guys come in relatively unproven, very unproven, and then like find immediate success. I know it's not a huge sample size for him, but like, do you think you'd see like a shift in like how front offices manage like their top level talent? And like, as soon as it comes time for, you know, players like that to get paid, they're just like, fuck it. We're just going to find another diamond in the rough. Do you think that would ever happen? I think that could happen with running backs a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's like Aaron Jones this year, like he's having a, a, pretty relatively decent year but like i think he's underperforming for like underperforming for what he's getting paid right no that, that's that's and like, you know, like even even dalvin cook yeah i guess you could say that for is like not putting up the numbers that he's put up in the past and getting paid more money yeah i mean i think it'd be hard to like move on from you know like a like a Patrick Mahomes or like a Jalen Hurts type person, but like Brock Purdy, I don't know. Like, I just like that, let's say you go back to Trey like Lance, kind of and then you guys, and then you guys go like nine and eight, miss the playoffs, while Purdy's on your bench or on your practice squad. Well, I yeah, but what's a front office going to do? I mean, Trey Lance was a, a top five pick. You know what I mean. I know. Front front office is always going to go with the high pick, which I think is fucking dumb. You just go with the guy who's winning you games. I agree. Do you guys like the tweet that I sent you from Andy Herman a couple of days ago? <laughs> it was uh, like if the Packers somehow make it into the playoffs, squeak through the divisional round, the NFC Championship, and win the Super Bowl, it'll seriously fuck our draft position for next year. Look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pick at thirty-two. <laughs> that 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 is the logic. Imagine lo- picking thirty-second every fucking year. <laughs> that is the logic, though, right? People, it's it just seems dumb when they start complaining about that. Oh, you're just hurting, just hurting your draft chances. Yeah, you're right. If we went all the way and won the Super Bowl, we'd really be screwed. And that, except when the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year, and they have like a top five pick because of trades. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or, just just reloading. Or how Seattle is going to end up with a with a top five, top ten pick from Denver. Uh, if I'm if I was doing that trade again, I would take Russell Wilson and do that trade all over again every single time. Yeah, there's something yeah. not right. I mean, he's obviously not performing like he has in the past, but he's won a Super Bowl, been to two. Like once you figure that out with the defense they have, they're going to win a bunch of games. Well, and they did. He's not that old. They did fire Nathaniel Hackett, which yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys have followed Denver a lot, but obviously a lot of blame has been put on Russell Wilson for their season. But you can't put that much blame on uh, Tim. I know you really don't like Russell Wilson, but I don't think you can put that much blame on him when Nathaniel Hackett did not have control of that team at all this entire season. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. They, You know, they're both there for their first season, right? Hack had come from Green Bay, but like, I don't know. Like Sam said, I'd take that every time. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but at the time, they probably got, you know, like the A grade out of the trade. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, yeah, there's, that's tough. 
I feel bad for Nathaniel Hackett too, like having a lot of success with, you know, the Packers and Rodgers as the OC and then just failing as a head coach. Yeah. And maybe it's, you know, maybe it's, you can look at it both ways. Like Hackett brought Wilson down or Wilson just, you know, wasn't what Hackett wanted. I don't know. That's a tough one. I, yeah, I can't fucking stand watching Russell Wilson end his post games though. It's like, dude, you guys are what? Four and 11 or four and 12 or whatever the hell it is. Like give it up. These these uh these Broncos are not circling and they're not they're not going anywhere. You're not riding at all. Let's get ri- over it. Broncos country, let's ride. We died. <laughs> Broncos country, we died. Oh, and uh, not wanting Bill Belichick is absolutely absurd. Oh, so you'd take him over KOC right now? I'd take him over any coach in the NFL. Oh, okay. So if KOC goes <laughs> and wins the Super Bowl this year, you you you'd you'd trade uh, KOC for Bill. I mean, at this exact moment, not wanting Bill Belichick is absolutely absurd. You're not answering my question. It's really a yes or no. At this exact <laughs> moment, not wanting Bill Belichick is absolutely absurd for any team. I think that's what we were saying. Though, like, Super can you imagine us saying that? It's ridiculous. But here we it's are. Absolutely ridiculous. I'd say you that. Give, you give Bill Belichick Aaron Rodgers. He's going to win the Super Bowl. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. I think I think the what we were talking about more or less though was like the social image social media like image of the head coach, right? Well, yeah, we like, were, I don't know if it was so much about like the talent and like what a yeah, coach that, actually brings to the table, but it was more of the the image. It was more about this more almost like from a PR perspective and what does the NFL aesthetically look like today, the the old man style football is kind of out, and it's all the the young, high energy are about, coaches. We're talking about styles of football or looks of court head coaches. It was like not so was, much look. I it's think more Dylan like brought up Dylan brought up like Kevin Stefanski going to coach the Browns, right? Mistake. Like if you're the Browns and you bring. And you bring John Gruden in this year to coach a Deshaun Watson led football team, like that's bad PR, right? Like you need a guy like Stefanski that can like kind of brush some of that dirt under the rug with his good looks and and mm-hmm. good PR, you know, attitude or whatever. Maybe, that was maybe what we John Gruden about. could keep Watson from molesting women. Or bring enough of the attention off of him, right? With all the shit that he went through in the last couple of years what else did we fuck up on sam <laughs> um i don't think anybody fucked this up but jj is the greatest receiver of all time i don't know why i put that in there i forgot because i was supposed to read these last week but it didn't happen i think um, you're talking about the fact that he's actually not because he didn't do a fucking thing for me this weekend in fantasy football and i'm out he had he had almost ten receptions over 130 yards and a touchdown. I needed more, Sam. You needed more needed from more. everybody else on your team. <laughs> uh, Cam true. Akers That's can true. go fuck himself too. If we're talking about fantasy football. Oh, so and I beat the, I beat John. Three of us. Huh? Yeah. 
I was going to say, of the three of us, who's still eligible to jump in a lake in January? <laughs> in a Speedo, mind everybody. In a Speedo. <laughs> oh, that'll be Zach or Newell. My, my, my <laughs> team of misfits will pull it together for me. You at least got a color picked out Sam. if you do lose. Have you gone shopping yet? Just in the off chance? Oh, I got, line, I got it all lined up. Banana hammock or? You'll see. Oh. So will the world because it'll wait. go on YouTube. I'm just I'm going to do it actually just completely naked. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Do a reverse uh, like upside down cannonball. So my butthole's hanging out. It'll be so cold. Your dick will just be like up inside your body. <laughs> yeah, I'll look like a female. Like, is that a girl? <laughs> nice tits, babe. <laughs> uh. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I like it. Next. Yeah, get that paper up there. Also, I just want to recap kind of my Saturday during the biggest comeback in NFL history. All right. Right. Uh, so I wake up that Saturday, Drink. go down to Forest Lake, Drink. get a haircut. Drink. Right. We tracking? Yeah, I got you. Uh, and from there, go up to the full moon up in Stark. And they had the best, uh, all you can eat breakfast buffet around that the owner crystal puts on just the best. So we sit down, have a beautiful bloody Mary bar, get a bloody Mary, have some breakfast. Spicy. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. And, uh, get into the first quarter and it starts not going so great. And, uh, decide to start doing some tequila shots. Oh, okay. With some, with some pickle juice, you know, well, pickle juice back the only way. And so we, we get to halftime. We're down 33 to zero. So I'm probably three or four tequila shots in and a handful of beers. And then, uh, the winner lose, we booze slogan got brought up. And then we all just decide to start taking more shots and just get drunk so we can have a good time instead of wallowing in our, in our loss that we thought was imminent. Right. And then the second half happened. And the first touchdown, you get a, every touchdown at the moon, you get a two for one. So on top of all the booze we drank in the first half, we had double it in the second half for the two for ones. <laughs> so I, I kind of remember the last second field goal to win us the division. And then Ashley had to pick me up and I was in bed by 6 p.m. <laughs> Just happy as can be. Yeah. <laughs> Got home, Sam, sma- smashed a plate sorry. of pizza rolls, and went to sleep. <laughs> What's up? You left out the part where at about 8.30 in the morning, I called you and oh, asked you if you, right. wanted to buy a pair, if you wanted to buy a pair of tickets for like 60 bucks, and you're like, no, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You passed up on the greatest game of all time. No, see, I, 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 where I watched it was the best atmosphere you can ever watch a Vikings game. Yeah, that there is something about just, this isn't even small town. This is like micro town, USA, bumfuck, nowhere, 
dive bar that looks like a pig barn. And you That's think you're in Wisconsin. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful little house. Oh, I'm not I'm not dogging it. I'm I'm saying that adds to it. It adds to the experience. So I texted I texted my sister's boyfriend, he was the one that had the tickets. I'm like, no, I think I'll pass. Like I can't find anyone to take them. Uh and then at halftime I'm like, Jesus, I would have paid three hundred dollars to go to this game, you know? <laughs> like what a what a great outcome. You didn't but take at the your end wife, of the game, huh? I texted him and I'm like, fuck, I would have paid five hundred dollars a piece to go to this game. <laughs> I I think I'm, my thought I'm, is when I'm buying tickets for NFL games, it's if I can get them for under a hundred, I'll go. But if it's over a hundred, I'll watch it at the bar or at home. Well, you passed up on him. I had him. I did. Mm. If I, if I didn't if I didn't already have plans, I probably would have. But I was already committed for a a day of festivities. You could have. Uh, I didn't even mention to my wife that I had an offer on the table that, to go to that game. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. Is <laughs> you could have like, taken your life. <laughs> Till the game started, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we could have gone to the game." Brian had tickets, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't think you'd want to go." <laughs> you could have added that to I didn't the fucking go. Tim. You you two could have added that to the. I was at the Minneapolis Miracle game. I was at yeah. the the greatest comeback in NFL history game. Randy Moss we Moon. Was that oh, that so one? uh, <laughs> let, let, listen to this. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a guy I worked with. He just retired. His name is Mark. Uh, do you guys remember a thing called the Miracle at the Met? Which was a Vikings game against the Browns back in 1980. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a like a last-second Hail Mary to Ahmad Rashad. I obviously wasn't alive for it. Uh, but anyways... This guy, Mark, was at that game, and he left early. Uh, fast forward to 2017, actually January of 2018. No. Minneapolis Miracle, right? Yep. My friend, Mark, good friend Mark, was at Minneapolis Miracle game and left after the Saints kicked the field goal. No. Yeah, uh, fa- to beat, oh, it's going to get traffic. even worse. It's going to get even worse. Fa- Fast forward to uh, two weeks ago, uh, my good friend Mark goes to the Colts Vikings game, <laughs> and he and he left at halftime. And I'm convinced, and no one will ever change my mind, that the Minnesota Vikings won all three of those games because because he, he left early. Of course, there's is, no other explanation. There is no other human being on the planet that I'm I'm also convinced of this that has done that. Left those three games specifically, all record games, historic Minnesota Vikings games. If you if any of the listeners know of anyone that left the Miracle at the Met or what is that what it is, Sam? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Miracle at the Met before the game ended left the Minneapolis miracle before the game ended and left the greatest comeback in NFL history before the game ended. Email bowskbros at gmail.com. 
Otherwise, yeah, Mark is I'm a convinced. standalone. I'm convinced. <laughs> so we, we, there's a group of guys that we go on this baseball trip with every year. And we were all joking around that if the Vikings actually do make it to the Super Bowl, we're going to fund Mark's trip out there. But the second that the Vikings go down at any point, he yeah, has to walk out. You got to make him leave. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was this is one of the I, biggest coincidences ever. I wouldn't chance it till the Super Bowl, Sam. I just start sending them every week. <laughs> every week. For no, somebody I don't, buying I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to burn out the magic. I don't know how long or what <laughs> weird uh, wizard shit is going on there, but. If we make it, if we make it to the Super Bowl, there's a high possibility that Mark will be there and Mark leaving will, early. Mark will be anointed as a saint. He'll be canonized oh, yeah. forever in Minnesota. <laughs> saint Mark. He'll get a key to Forest Lake. He's from Forest Lake. Good for you, Mark. Keep yeah, it good up. guy. He's yeah. That's uh... shout out, Mark. And he's. He's also bowled a 300 and hit a hole in one. Wow. All right. All right. I swear to God, he has. <laughs> if you go to the Forest Hills Country Club in Forest Lake, he's on a plaque. Hmm. I have a hole in one, too. Do you know that? I did not. Yeah. I was, I was like 20. So I, down, he, uh, down at Emerald where Greens. Was, where is that? Down in Hastings. The, uh, I was talking to this, my friend, this guy in the, the infamous Mark on which is harder bowling 300 or hitting hole in one. And I, I, I'm with him cause I bowl and play golf that bowling a 300 would, it's light years harder than hitting a hole in one. Hmm. I could see that. It's like the. The the you have to have thirteen perfect bowls in a row to get to three hundred and a hole in one. Like I, I am an absolute horrible golfer. And by sheer luck one day I might just hit the ball just where it needs to go and catch the wind just the right way and it might go in the cup, you know? Yeah. Just like the the my, me that. personally, like, like you the, the odds. Yeah, I suck at bowling. I will never, ever, ever shoot a three hundred. Like I won't. I will never come close to it. I just suck. But if you suck at golf, you can like clip one. Luckily, or, you know, like you said, right? You can, you can, you can yeah, hit it's hit some good. magic shot because like one hole in one only takes one shot, but a perfect bowling game is thirteen perfect bowls. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. I I could probably bowl three hundred on Wii. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I ever. I don't, I don't think I ever belly. did. I've gotten close. I don't think I've done the full thing. I think I've yeah. I think I've rolled in like the two eighties or something. It's always been one. So one, we do one roll that. Fucks it. Every uh, New Year's Eve, which is coming up this Saturday, 
uh, my wife, myself, we go over to her family's house, and every year, aunts, uncles, cousins, we I, I write up the bracket, and we do a huge wee bowling tournament. We actually have a trophy that gets passed around from year to year to the winner, and their name gets etched in onto it. So we'll be doing that this upcoming Saturday. Um, and it takes hours. Like, we start when we first get together, and it goes until, you know, almost the ball is dropping. But do you guys have any uh, uh, special New Year's Eve traditions that you stick to? Uh, yeah, usually my dad and I, we each get a case of beer, and we just race to see who can finish it first. <laughs> your, your dad, John. <laughs> yeah. My dad, John, and I. <laughs> No, not really. We, uh, I don't know. We, we always do. We never have like a consistent New Year's Eve plan. Like sometimes we'll hang out with our neighbors. Sometimes we'll go to my parents. Sometimes we'll just like hang out at home. It just depends on the year, you know. I think this year we'll be up at my parents, but mm. yeah, no real, no real traditions. Christmas is when we have more of our, you know, we do our traditions every year, but not so much with New Year's. Yeah. Every every New Year's Eve, when the clock strikes midnight, I always find the closest sound box and play that old Lang Syne, or however the hell you say it, song, as loud as it'll go. That is a good tune. What song? How, how do you say it, Timmy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> God, yep. that was I got another one for that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. Any any person that is listening to this just got ex- extremely erect or wet. Or In the both. case of Brian's There's... wife, it was erect. Oh my god, Sam. <laughs> uh. Uh, yep. Dear, I'm back, Brian. Dear Jesus Almighty. <laughs> Brian was the only person that texted me last week. Like, no, no new episode. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. Brian also uh, sent an email into uh, bowskybros at gmail.com, which any listener can email at any time. And he asked where our podcast was because we didn't have one. Yeah, Sam, uh, why'd you bail on the podcast last week? We had people that wanted to listen and you just couldn't make it happen. So. Uh, it was not me. Oh, two weeks ago. I was, I was, you guys did it with Dylan two weeks ago. I was having internet issues, Yeah, but that's obviously fixed now. I don't know. You've, you've sounded like a robot here and there. I don't know that we should say it's a hundred percent fixed. Progress, Sam. Progress. It's better than you not being here. Progress. That is true. Um, indeed. Okay. So we, we gushed a lot about the Vikings, but there is, I'm sure Tim and I are going to talk more about this. We're probably going to whip out another Packer edition, but we do just, just touch on it. Yeah. We do have a Packers team that Sam, I, I should have, but I didn't, I could probably go back two months and find sound bites of, of, me at the time, mainly joking, but saying that the Packers were going to sneak into the playoffs as a seven seed, 
and go end the Minnesota Vikings season. Now, there's there's still things that need to get done for the Packers to get into the playoffs. But holy cow, it's actually a possibility now. Who would have thought three weeks close. ago that we'd be in a position where it's where it's actually a, a likely possibility that it'll happen? Well, come down to week eighteen. You think the if it if it does if it's the let's say it comes down to this where it's the Packers Lions right and the winner of that game gets the seventh seed. Do you think they flex that to a last weekend game Sunday night game? Absolutely. The, like the winner of this game goes I do. on to play. I, I know. I know San Francisco or Minnesota. Yeah, I think they absolutely do. I know Tim, you're scrunching your nose a little bit, but. It would be Sunday night football, uh, Lambeau Field, January for uh, the final playoff spot. Uh, are you kidding me? Of course they would. You think they, they did do it that for, close? Close to it though. They did it for the Vikes and the Packers in 2015. Yep. But how many like weeks the, in advance did they flex it? Oh, honestly, I don't remember. I think it was. I think it was like the I week of. Because I think the only way that that would be possible is if like the Packers, the Lions, the Commanders, the Giants, and the Seahawks or something like that, if they all lose this weekend. No, then it, it would come no down I hear the, what you're saying. It would have to be. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm saying like the perfect magical scenario where that happens and it's the yeah. Packers and the Lions no, I get, playing for the last playoff yeah. spot. And Tim, I get what you're saying. It would have to be decided this upcoming weekend. Like, yeah. like we would have to know this well, Sunday night that the Packers and the Lions would be playing the following week for the last playoff spot. I guess I'm saying, like, you'd think you'd even want to know about that scenario being what it would be, like, last week. You know, like, before this week even happens. Because, like, less than a week to flex it, that's a lot. Like, logistically, that's a lot, don't you think? Not really. I really do or think really that, a- that the Vikings-Packers one was the week before it got clinched up to where the Vikings and Packers were playing for the division. And so they flex it to Sunday night, like right after Monday night football is over. Could be, I guess I'm just thinking from a, you know, the well, engineer and me from, <laughs> a, from a logistical like, standpoint, I think all you got to do is make a couple phone calls, right? Like everybody's going to be there that day. Anyway, you're just saying, well, you're starting later. Yeah. I guess as a fan, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, Fuck, now I have to stay later, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, if you weren't planning on doing that, that's kind of, that makes it tough. Yeah, I'd Could rather go to a noon game than a Sunday night game. Oh, for sure. Those night games, those night games in Green Bay are tough to uh, to bundle up for, too, when it's fucking negative 10. Ugh. However, I can confirm that you can put uh, at least a case and a half of 12-ounce bush light cans into your bibs and walk right into the stadium yeah security don't give a fuck about that the beautiful part of wisconsin (laughs) yeah they'll give you you, you, give you a quick pat where they don't even touch you and just say ah you're good (laughs) you try you try and do that in minnesota they throw you on the ground try and curb stomp you throw you into jail and take a bunch of money for the somalians down in minneapolis (laughs) jesus christ Christ. i will not forget Tim at that playoff game last year turning and looking at me and going, Hey, can you can you go get me another beer? And then I just went, Well, hold on a second. I just reached down in my bibs and I was like, Here you go. <laughs> my <laughs> pockets were lined. Here. 
<laughs> yeah, what what is going on? <laughs> uh, that was solid. But yeah, we Johnny are coming in clutch. Green Bay is sitting in a position where it could happen. And just to say it quickly for the Packer fans, if you don't know, uh, the way the Packers get in, they beat Minnesota, they beat Detroit, and the Commanders lose one more game. That's it. I mean, to say that's it, it's a lot has to be done. But, or the or the Giants lose two. Or the Giants lose two. But yeah, I think the more likely is the Commanders drop one more. Yeah. Uh, uh- Honestly, how confident are you guys going into this weekend's game? There's a different feeling around this team. Uh, I think it's still, I'm definitely not, oh, we're all the way, we're going. But I'm certainly having fun watching the Packers where it was brutal watching them earlier in the season. I think you have to be cautiously optimistic, right? Well, it's a playoff game, right? It's a playoff game. They're all playoff games from here on out. Who who's your guys about our team? No. Who's your guys' defensive coordinator? Joe Barry. So if you're you put on Joe Barry's shoes and his hat, right? And you're talking to your guys and scheming the Minnesota Vikings offense. What who are like the top two players that you need to shut down besides JJ to win this game? Uh, I think you need to dominate Delvin Cook. The the left side of the offensive line, you need to take them down. Like for sure. We've seen pressure off of that side. Like if you guys, that happened against, uh, what was the one you guys lost? Who was that? Dallas. Darisaw went out. You guys were like screwed. Right? Like that's gotta be number one right there. Run, run defense. on the quarterback. Yep. Run defense has to be elite. Uh, but yeah, outside of JJ, the other one is your tight end. Yeah. Hawkinson, for sure. The the logo, some call him. That's accurate. Sure. The logo. Yeah. I'd the say most that's Norseman accurate. of all Vikings. That's true. <laughs> He's the most Viking looking player to ever play for the Vikings. Who would He's you give that man. award to before Hawkinson came? Jared Allen. Oh. No, no, no. Just like on the team this year. Oh, CJ Ham. Well, they have to be. It's <laughs> <laughs> a funny joke because he's a black ball guy. Yeah, I mean they got to be white. He's from Duluth, though. That's true. Oh. Minnesota boy. I don't know. None of them have long hair. None of the white boys have long hair. Probably Kirk. Kirk looks like you know what Kirk Cousins looks like. Mike Michelson looks like he. Could, he looks well, that too. He looks like he'd be one of those guys that uh, competes in the biathlon for like Norway in the Olympics. Yeah, just pedaling and swimming like and shit. Or, or like, or when I see no, that's him, the skiing one. When that's I ski, oh. where you shoot and ski. Kirk looks like a guy oh, okay. when you look at him, he's gonna start speaking like Swedish or German. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, he looks like that. Uh, he looks like that German dancer from Pitch Perfect too. Oh yeah, that's uh, what the hell's that guy's name? That's Kurt Cousins. Talking about, though. <laughs> and and Mike Michelson, Das Machine, Das Ma- yeah, Das Machine, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, I, I I don't know. That looks like him. No, Hawkinson's definitely the logo. But yeah, back to the question. That's who you got to shut down. Uh, so you're you're trying to shut down the run game and and Hawkinson. 
Well, well and just I think pressure Kirk. You're trying to get to the quarterback. Pressure Kirk a lot. I don't know. Who should we be attacking, Sam? If you're the Vikings, who are you like, oh, God, if they shut down this person, we're fucked. Outside of JJ. Uh, I, honestly, I just think if you guys get pressure, that's going to be difficult. So I think I'm with Tim. It's not so much just shutting down players. It's having your defensive line out muscle the offensive line. That's, yeah. that's And that's not... Yeah. I don't know that you can like scheme it up beyond like stunts and stuff, right? Like just beat the yeah. guy across from you. It's just going to be an it's going to be an effort game. What are your yeah, thoughts? What are your like, thoughts, Sam? Well, how I mean, how do you feel walking into this game? I I don't like playing at Lambeau, especially on New Year's Day. Well, I mean, I what whatever day it is, it's just it's a tough place to play. And I think he means I think he just means like later in the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I'm like not so I guess not so much like Every single player out there doesn't like playing in the cold, you know? Yeah. it's. I feel like the cold isn't an advantage for anyone individually. Um, I just, have a theory that... It's tough to, it's I have tough, a theory it's that... It's tough to play on the road. I have a theory that it's a disadvantage for the Packers to be in the cold because they have to do it every day leading up to it. Right. Like they'll practice outside to get ready for it. And that just wears them down. And like, if you're like, I love seeing like, you know, when the 49ers come to town or the Seahawks or, you know, the fucking Cowboys or whoever, and it's like 10, 10 below or zero or whatever it is in Green Bay. And it's like, they just got off the bus, you know, that day or the day before or whatever. And they are like still kind of, you know, internally warm and they take their shirts off and they're running around. And it's like, they're just hyped. And that's like, that's the mental hurdle, but like going, you guys know what it's like being a Minnesotan, right? Growing up up here. Yeah. Like it drains on you doing this every day. Like, I don't think you can condition yourself where the cold is just a mental thing. And we've seen it, right? Teams coming to green Bay and blowing the doors off because yeah, but there is it's not an advantage for us. Yeah, no, I completely hear what you're saying. I think where the advantage lies, if you want to call it an advantage is, uh, probably catching balls because it's got to feel a little different throwing it when it's that cold and it's got to feel a little different catching it when it's that cold. Yeah, I think the oh, yeah. with the the certain gloves that those guys wear now it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And they stay so warm on the sticks. sidelines. Yeah, a bunch of pussies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sam, let me ask you this. So uh, Johnny asked Dylan when he was on the pod, you know, going into the NFC playoffs, who's a team that you guys are like, yep, that's a W, and who's a team where you guys are like, nope, that's uh, I don't see us getting past them. Or just one you don't want to play. Yeah. I, I, I You're going to hate this answer. Um, but I, like, I don't think any of them are like a for sure it, it legitimately with this team this year it's the like like you say the football is an oblong shape and it, it's the way it bounces and we've had a lot of lucky bounces i'm not dumb uh but it's so if if i, I like i can't pick a team that 
would be a for sure W. Like I can't wait to play that team in the playoffs. Not a not a for it, sure dub, but like no, I, I know what you're I'd saying. I'd rather but, play them over them. You know, I'd rather play like the team the, that has the that has the shittiest defense. The Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, every other, every single game is going to be just, it's playoff football. You know, it's going to be down to the, to the nitty gritty and whoever tries more is going to win. Whoever has a ball bounce their way is going to win. Yeah. I think the fun thing about the playoffs too is regardless if you're the two seed or the seven seed, like you're in. Right. You got yeah, a shot. It doesn't matter. Yep. Would I, would I rather be at home? A hundred percent. I know you guys have had like a not, I mean, not the best success in the just the championship games, but I'd still rather play those at home than on the road. Well, for, every single time. Well, for Green Bay, apparently our greatest success comes when we're massive underdogs and wild cards. So, might be a perfect year for us, right? <laughs> or just, or just in December. Yeah. The last time you guys were the lowest seed, you won a Super Bowl. That is true. It's true. It's true. Hmm. All right. Now what, Johnny? Well, Let's keep I, her moving. Yeah, I think we have a who knows it there, better. There were some just absolutely ridiculous games the last two weeks too. Uh the the the, the Patriots Raiders lateral game. for a Raiders touchdown. <laughs> what was that guy thinking? Well, what was another that one was one ridiculous. That was, I felt that the same way play. when I think it was Douglas on Monday night picked off Baker Mayfield. And it was the same week. He kind of almost did the same thing where he was running the pick back and then he tried to pitch it back to somebody who wasn't even there and the ball hit the ground and a Packer player had to fall on top of it before the Rams got it right back. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. Uh, Cowboys losing to the Jags in overtime. Yeah, that was wild, too. On a pick six. Yikes. Those are always the best. Let's see. That's the the bounce of the ball, you know? it's yep. Every team can legitimately beat every team in the NFL on any week unless you're the Jets with Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, they're... Uh... There was a stint there where Sam hated them, but they actually looked legit. Now, Sam, you're absolutely correct. They're just, they are so bad. They're, they just, there, was the, there was people talking about, like, would you want, it was on KFAN, to get Zach Wilson and have him sit under Kirk for a couple of years? I was like, absolutely fucking not. That guy's attitude and demeanor and the way he just walks around and looks just screams like Johnny Manziel. I like to live the lifestyle more than I like to pay attention to football. Yeah, he does not look great. And Mike White is not much better. I mean, Mike White is light years better than fucking Zach Wilson. Yeah, but is he a, is he a franchise quarterback? If I was the Jets, I'd roll with him to see what he has. The team rallies behind him. He has like he's tried playing with broken ribs and shit. You know, like the the team loves him. Yeah, that co- counts for something. 
Yeah. Okay. And I do I do feel like they would be better with him, you know? Whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. They suck. <laughs> uh, we're going to roll into uh, uh, who knows it better here. But before that, a quick word from our sponsor. Who knows it better? Who knows it better? This is part of the show where we rotate hosts. This week, Sam is the host. He has come up with a topic that Tim and myself do not know till he reveals it here in a second. He has five questions within that topic that he will ask Tim and I. We will go through, write down our answers. Then we will go back through and see who has the most correct. Whoever has most correct will be this week's winner. But who knows better? And standings-wise, Tim just blows everybody out of the water. So I got to beat you. You, Sorry, you, yeah, I do blow you out of the water in the standings. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm eight and two. Johnny, you're four and six, and Sam, you're three and eight. Three weeks left. Yeah. yeah, you guys are kind of fucked. I mean, we got playoff pods too, Tim. I don't you know, know like you know, about you know how I, or... you know how I feel yeah, about, I mean, you know how I feel about who knows it better. I feel like we can run the table. That's what's up, baby. Four and six. <laughs> Let's go. John, what 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 would you do if your success on Who Knows It Better was tied directly into the Packers' success on the football field? Uh, I would from this from I, this moment on. I would start googling shit <laughs> and cheat my way to a victory. I would cheat. Yep. Uh, any guesses? I would, I would donate my victories to, to Johnny. <laughs> yeah, you just donate. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say your topic is uh, something about a uh, polar vorte- vortex or ar- Arctic weather. Somewhere close, along there. Tim? I'm going to say, well, because of the big comeback a couple weeks ago, I'm going to say the topic is Kim Kardashian. <laughs> uh, John was the closest. Uh, when I wrote this, it was last week. And the national day last Monday was National Sangria Day. Oh. So instead of doing sangria because I don't like it, I just did wine. Okay, wine. So the, the topic is wine. The topic is wine. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? W I N E. Yep, wine. So uh, so like not what W-H-I-N-E. you do, not what you do, the Sam, like W H I N E. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the drink, not what uh now what Vikings fans do? All right, cool. Let's no, rock. Not 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 okay. what Mike. Not what Brian. Not what Brian likes to do when no, his wife no, doesn't no, let him no, watch no, and be a cop. No, 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 no. So sorry. All right, question let's number go. one. Uh, <laughs> question one: What fruit is wine commonly made from? Really? Hey, I I'm on this kick where I go decently easy to you're never going to get them. Okay. Uh, question two. Yeast converts the sugar in uh, hold on one sec. <laughs> I kind of scribbled. <laughs> the yeast. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Ye- the yeast, or sorry, yeast converts the sugar uh, in 
uh, wine into what two elements that make it wine? What two elements? Yep, so yeast converts sugar into what two elements that create wine? You need the both elements. Are these like periodic table of the elements? Elements? No. I mean, it can't be. I mean, there. Everything is off the periodic table. You dumb fuck. Well, I know that. Why don't you go ask your dad, John, see if he knows? <laughs> he doesn't fucking know. So we need both of them to get the point. <laughs> yes, there's two elements that yeast converts sugar into in wine that make it wine, and I need both elements. I'm going to move on. Question three. Yeah, okay. What current country has recorded the earliest documentation of wine? What current country has recorded the earliest documentation of wine? Wine. Number four. What five countries are the largest wine producers today? And you need all five. What five countries are the largest wine producers on earth today? Gotta get all five. All five. If you think wine, you should be able to get it. Question five. In what two states did Catholic priests first start making their own wine? You need one of the two. One, what two states? Yep. There were... So, like, United States states? In the the Catholic Church, uh, uh, the priests in these two states started making wine for themselves first. In what two states did Catholic priests first start making their own wine? Are you talking about, like, a state in the United States? Yes. In what two states? Yeah, in what two states... In what two USA states did Catholic priests first start making their own wine? You need one of the two. You guys ready? Yep. John? Uh, hello? Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Number one, what fruit is wine commonly made from, Tim? Uh, grapes. 
John? Grapes. Uh, grapes is correct. I would have uh, accepted fermented grapes as well. So Fuck each you. have a point. Uh, question two. Yeast converts the sugar in grapes into what two elements? Uh, I have no idea. I literally John. just wrote down alcohol. I have no clue. Yeah, it's kind of close, but Tim? Yeah, I put alcohol and then I put carbon dioxide. Oh, Timmy, you're so close. It was ethanol and carbon. Half point. Which, I'll take it. No. No, <laughs> not a thing. Get out of here. <laughs> Shit. Half, half points are for the gays. Uh, question three. What current country... Has recorded the earliest documentation of wine, Tim. Uh, I'm going to go with China. China. John? I, I went with Italy. The correct answer is Georgia. Oh, wow. The country of At- Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah. So, in no, other the words... Country of country of Georgia, it's on the... It. East, it's on the eastern side of the Meta, uh, what's that big lake? Mess. What big sea lake. is that? <laughs> it's a big lake that connects to the so so Pacific in, Ocean. so. In other words, uh, unless Tim has Georgia written down for question number four, neither one of us got that one right. Uh, no, question number four has nothing to do with number three. Okay. Uh, question number four. We're uh, after th- after three, we're tied one one. Question four: What five countries are the largest wine producers today? Currently, as we sit here talking today, what five countries are the largest wine producers? John, uh, <clears throat> I put France, Italy, yep. the United yep. States of America, yep. England, and Spain. Tim? Okay, so I put France, Italy, and Spain. And then the U.S. And then my fifth one was Argentina. Mm, South, see, I, I, I was thinking so about I always South see America. that fucking thing at the wine, at the, at the store. Argentinian wines, it's like their own thing. Yeah, I thought about so going we, South we, America. We, we, we have, it's, we have France, the U.S. of A, yep. Italy, Spain, Tim, you were close, but you met you mentioned it in the question before, but it was China. Oh with all with all the sake. The sake rice wine. Damn it. So unfortunately both got that one wrong. You got four out of the the five, but you couldn't come up with the China. Okay. Oh, so I, still tied. Uh I made I made Ashley and I orange chicken tonight for dinner. Delectable. Highly recommended. Trader Joe's. Nice. No, we, I uh, made some chicken on the stove top and then mixed together orange marmalade and barbecue sauce. Mm, thanks for the invite, oh. asshole. Oh, so good. We didn't even eat dinner in our house. Wow, what is Amanda doing? Just scab. Fuck if I know. <laughs> Uh, okay, the, question the five. Kid, the kids I'll, and I are I'll sitting come. here fucking starving, Sam. Yeah, to Man, death. Not a goddamn thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> she just like is she eating a quesadilla, looking at you, laughing at you? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, all comes down to this question five, tied up one to one. John needs this for the Packers to have any chance to beating the Vikings this weekend. We don't claim that energy <laughs> unless I win. Uh, question five: In what two states did? Catholic priests first start making their own wine, Tim. I, just, I couldn't come up with anything. It's all you, John. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have to win, man. Uh, no, I put uh, Massachusetts and California. John? I put California and Virginia. Hmm. You both Virginia got California right. correct. Oh, no. Only one of you got the second one correct. Good, good job, Tim. You got it. I'm just kidding. You both only got California. The other one was New Mexico. Oh, okay. That makes but no California sense. But was, California was a great guess on your guys' part. So we're all knotted up, going into the bonus. Tim, why did you the pick clo- Massachusetts? I want to know. Because Boston, I just figure there's a lot of Catholic yep, yep. churches. See, I, I went California, but then I thought Catholic. I'm like, I got to go somewhere closer to the east. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was why. Okay. Just a bunch of Irish Catholics, right? Mm-hmm. Drinking and fucking. Yeah, but that ain't yeah. wine. That's just straight whiskey. <laughs> uh, Tiebreaker. It all comes down to the bonus Ooh. overtime. This the closest to bonus overtime question. And it is what year was wine first documented in Italy? What year was wine first documented in Italy? Again, this is closest to to date. I'm answer. Well, uh, Tim, you have your answer, you said? Yeah. All right, so we're just, whenever John figures it out, we'll see what he says. God, I don't John, know. I just had to Google it real quick on his phone. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but it's this exact day. No, I don't even know how long Italy has been around. Like, I want to literally say, like, sometime BC. Because, well, Jesus was drinking wine, bro. So I don't like. (laughs) What do you got? What's your answer? What, what, What? This is documented in what year was wine first documented in Italy? The first documentation of wine in Italy was found in what year? From what year? Uh, I'm going to say 400 BC. Tim? I said uh, 1105. Jesus. AD. 1105, huh? Yeah, I don't know. John, you said what? 400 BC. If you times John's answer... By a thousand. 
you would have the dead nuts. It was 4,000 BC. Holy shit. So John gets the W. Yeah. <laughs> it was that long? 4,000 BC was the earliest uh, Damn. documentation of wine found in Italy. I knew it had to. Dude, I don't like ancient Rome in the Bible. That shit, they've been drinking wine forever. You know, but documenting that? I don't know. It's documented in the Bible. In Italy? Yeah. It, ancient Rome. The Roman Empire. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was 4,000. Right, good job, John. Shit. <laughs> don't yell at me. <laughs> That's it. That's it, baby. I win. Who John? knows? I win. Who knows it better? The Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Go pack. Drink go. more wine. Yeah, maybe I just maybe I gave you that one, Johnny. Hey, play it again. No, hold on. <laughs> I got to play this one. I feel like we can run the table. On who knows it better? Here you go, Sam. Let's do it. Ready? Let's all do some ayahuasca. And then we can go into the games and be high. And we we think we can stop JJ, but Alexander's overrated and won't be able to. Minnesota! Okay, what does that bring me to? Five and six now? Bums up to five and six, yeah. Up, so we up, have up against uh, your eight and two. My eight and three. Eight and three. So technically, if I just I gotta stay on a winning streak, I can't next week because I got a host. So Sam's got to win next week, and then I got to win the two weeks after that. Yeah, good luck. I'm what like one and nine. I'm just trying to see if there's even a mathematical chance for me to catch Tim. I think there is. You got to get three games. Yeah, but if you think I got to host yeah. two more times before I could win well, three, then, then cater to Sam's brain matter. No, I don't. And what he would? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. Clean, clean wait, victories. Wait, 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 wait. So if you're, let's say you won, right? And the Packers beat the Vikings this week. Yeah, and you're hosting, so you technically can't win. Then the Packers can't win next week. Fuck. Uh, however, we we'll need to reva- reevaluate who's hosting. No, it's the history has been written in the- blood. Yeah, it's magic binding. Sorry. However, <laughs> I didn't win last week, and the Packers won. I didn't win the week before that, and the Packers won. And no, it's this new. It's this new uh, blood oath we all just took. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> all right, there you go. There's who knows better. We're gonna move into picks. Uh, pick, oh, yeah. picks oh, part yeah. of the show. We go over our weekly picks and you can participate in the weekly winner picks uh, here on the Bowski Bros podcast. Just email Bowski Bros at gmail.com with your NFL weekly winners before kickoff. Do not include Monday night. We don't come Monday night, but if you're a first time player, include your address, uh, and to all players include the name of the guy on the podcast you would like to play against either myself tim or sam you have to get more picks correct than us a tie is a loss 
and uh, we we had uh, we took a week off last week. Um, so those of you that did email in, we've just collectively decided as a podcast, uh, even though we had no winners, we we only had one emailer last week. It was our faithful listener, douchebag Brian. Brian, you didn't win, however, because we didn't have a pod. We're giving you, you the victory. We're going to gift you the victory. Same to anybody else that is on the D-Bake special. You got gifted a victory because we did not have a podcast last week. That means Smike Cunt on the D-Bake special, you are sitting at 30. And then Mike M. and Douchebag Brian are both sitting at 10 as we go into week 17. Correct, Tim? We're so nice for just gifting them that win. It is a, true. I, You know, I feel bad that we didn't have a podcast. And I feel bad that we didn't tell people till later in the week. and Because, you know, people listen to this show. And we actually had people reaching out saying, WTF, where's the episode? So we're just you know, we're going to toss out that little gift. There's we a lot of people. Effort. Go ahead, Sam. There's a lot of people that uh, on Facebook in particular that uh react to the Bowski Bros posts that I've never heard an email from. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, so are you calling them out? Yeah, yeah like well, if you're if you're on the Bowski Bros socials, why aren't you Why aren't you emailing in? Participating. It's yeah. easy. You're listening right now. You're probably yeah. you're possibly sitting at a desk at work or got yeah, your you phone or a computer or whatever. I don't even you know got, what your real name just is. G- Bros at gmail.com. And just yeah. give us this week's NFL winners. That's it. I know a lot of people listen to this while having sex. So, yeah. you know, when, when you're well, done, when you why, wrap, why when you wrap that included? up, send an email in. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sex, uh, a good representation would be like Dylan never emailing. Uh, yeah. You know, that is true. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan texts my uh, texts picks to me every week. He gets them all right, so oh, okay. he was he was just that good of a. Dylan's I mean, you guys just know a Northland, forever winner. Northland sports legend, former UMD football all star. You know Minnesota State High School champion. He he knows football. He just sixteen for sixteen every week, even on the bye weeks. <laughs> gets a couple extra. Gets a couple extra. So if if Dylan could start participating, that'd be awesome. You know, for yeah, him he being... He came on, and he plugged his own goddamn company. Right, he <laughs> won't even email us. doesn't do us. anything to help us out. For him yeah, being God. for him being a fellow Viking fan, Sam, you you certainly throw a lot of shade. I thought your whole club uh, was supposed to stick together. Uh, We do. That You know, that's one thing as Packer <laughs> fans. You know, I don't say bad things about Tim. He returns the favor. Uh, you know, Brian, Brian, is, Brian has never face. said anything bad about me, at least to my face or through the email. Let's never. Yeah. Dylan, or Dylan, Sam, you said earlier in this episode that if there are Vikings fans that, that doubt the Vikings to this point and they do end up winning the Super Bowl, the, they don't get to claim the Super Bowl. You said that. Oh, they, they doubted it. I, I thought fans were supposed to stick together regardless. Thick and thin. No, we we can, but the the true fans. Clearly, you can't. True, no, true fans have the highest highest optimism. I want names. Who are you calling out? 
Who's not getting to claim a Viking Super Bowl? I'm just saying he could or could not have been on this podcast in the last couple weeks (laughs) talking about how the only team that they can beat is the 49ers somehow. Doesn't expect them to go very far or even like make it past wild card round. All right, let me. And he doesn't. He doesn't even email in. Let me. Uh, let me play devil's advocate for a second. Okay, just let me write up a scenario here, and Sam, you answer honestly. Let's say you go on ESPN and and you're watching a segment where they're talking about a team, and and what if all they said was, "Goddamn Vikings are going to the Super Bowl and Packers suck dick." And they just said that over and over and over. The best show on television, <laughs> and I would subscribe. You'd pay extra on top of your cable bill? Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> show, show me that channel, and I'm buying it. All right, Tim, where do we stand with all picks this season between the three of us? Between the three of us, uh, I had a little bit of a comeback last week. Overall, you're still in the lead. You have 145 correct. Uh, I have 142, and Sam has 119. So well, there- I did want to mention that I beat John last week with my random number generator. Okay. So, suck it. You're not going to beat me on the season. Tim, you could catch yeah. up. Yeah, it's it's a lost cause. It'll be close. Two games left. Three, three to gain on you. And as, as for the listeners know, this is the crown that Tim really wants. Is the most picks wanted for the entire season? I got three more than you did last week. I know, correct? That's You're creeping up. That helps. Okay, uh, who, right, dude, right, who's right, reading right. this off? All right here, here, here we go. Uh, starting fresh <laughs> Thursday, got the Cowboys ten point favorites over the Titans. John, uh, I'll take the Cowboys. Tim, uh, yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys sweep. Uh, we got the Cardinals. Uh, the Vel- at the Falcons. Falcons are three and a half point favorites. Oh, what a terrible game! Ugh. I'm gonna go Falcons. Yeah, I'm with you, Tim. I like the Cardinals playmakers better than the Falcons. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, that's just gonna that's gonna be a horrible game. Uh, we have the Lions as six point. Favorites at home against the Bears. I got to take the Lions. Timmy? Yeah, I'll go with the Lions here too. Lions sweep. Uh, Jags at Texans. Jags, four and a half. Jags. I'm taking yeah, the Jags. Jags. Jags sweep. That took way too long. Uh, Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs are 13 Chiefs, and a half sweep, point Chief, favorites. Chief sweep. Chief sweep. Yep. Sweep. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots two and a half point favorites. Mm, I'll take the Patriots. I gotta go with the Dolphins here. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. Tua might be concussed. I'm, I'm, I'm strictly going with the Patriots because Tua's out. Still taking them. Timmy's got the Dolphins. Give me the, give, give me the Pats. I already did. <laughs> uh, Colts at Giants. Giants by five. Giants. Did I Giants sweep? Mm, yeah. 
Good. Uh, Saints at Eagles. Eagles by seven. Eagles. Eagles. Eagles sweep. Panthers at Bucks. Bucks by three. I am going to take the Panthers. Give me the Bucks. I go with with the Bucks. Give me them Panthers. Uh, Browns at Commanders. You like what you saw saw against the Lions, huh, Johnny? Well, I just think there's huge playoff implications for that game. Those teams are battling for the division. I'm taking the guy that has the most Super Bowl rings in the history of the NFL. That's great. In that case. That guy Same. also has uh, seven Br- wins. Browns at Commanders. Give me the Commanders. Commanders by two. Give me the Browns. What you got, John? You're going with the Browns, huh? That's strictly just because I'm going to be cheering <laughs> for them hardcore. So, Yeah, I'm going to want the Browns. For the Browns. Timmy's got the Browns. As long as they... Oh, they no, no, no. That. I said... <laughs> nope, Tim's got the Browns. I said, I'm going to want them to win, too. I, I'm, the Commanders nope, are going to Nope, Tim's got the game. Browns. <laughs> i think the Commanders. Timmy's going uh, to catch up to me this week. The Raiders. Niners are favored by five and a half. Yeah, 49ers. 49ers at the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah, give me the Niners. I'll take the Raiders. Yeah, see, that's Sam's pick because he's going to be cheering for the Raiders. No, I I like Derek Carr more than I like Purdy. Okay. Uh, Jets at Seahawks. Jets by one and a half. What? Give me the Seahawks. 100%. Yeah, Seahawks. Uh, game of the week, uh, which will be announced by Tony Romo and Jim Nance, the Vikings at the Packers. Packers by three and a half. John? Hit it, John. Hit it. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go, baby. Hold on. I'm still here. Give me the Packers. And that's the that's reason Packer, you guys are going to lose. Sweep. That's Packers Packer sweep, sweep, right? We know Sam's picking <laughs> the Packers. No, Packers can eat Schmeg. Uh, no one's going to stop JJ. And for that specific reason, the ground game's going to be wide open. And... It's the Vikings offense is going to be unstoppable. I'm still here. And that's why you guys will lose. <laughs> okay. So you're picking the Vikings. All right. hundred percent. All right. You know, the, the Packers haven't Packers beat Kirk what? Cousins in over 835 days. Did you know that? Sam, did you know that when a stadium full of people chant skull, it sounds like they're all trying to say score with a dick in their mouth? (laughs) Say that one again. (laughs) Sam, did you know that when there's a stadium full of people chanting skull, it sounds like they're trying to say score, but with a dick in their mouth? (laughs) You, You would know what talking like a dick is in your mouth would be like, John. I have been to a Vikings game, so... 
Yep. And you've had I've lots of snakes in your mouth. He just knows how it sounds. <laughs> I just know what it sounds like. I'm surrounded by away. Vikings fans. You want to know who really knows how it sounds? Brian. Nope. Nope. From all the other nope. dudes slobbing on nope. his wife's dick. Go, Pat, go. I'm taking them Anyways. quarter battle. They're winning. Uh, then they're going to beat bikes. the Lions, and then they're going to end your season. What's up? Uh, the next game we have is Rams at Chargers. Chargers, six and a half. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take, take the Chargers. I'll take the Chargers. Chargers sweep. Steelers, Ravens, Ravens three. Uh, Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Just pick the Steelers and get it over with, Sam. No, I'll take the Ravens. He typed it in. (laughs) Huge Monday night game. Bills, Bengals. A lot of fantasy implications Monday night. Uh, If you're emailing boxgrows at gmail.com, Bills, Bengals does not matter. Do not include that pick. Uh, Bro against the spread. Sam, I believe you pick first because I am absolutely crushing you guys in spread picks. Yeah, you have me by 61. No, 60. Yeah, 60. And you have Sam by like 84. Jeez. So, yeah, Sam, you're up first. <laughs> Sam, are you looking at the CBS sports app? Always. Okay. So Sam's got the first pick uh, for the spread. I'm going to go Commanders minus two. All right, Commanders minus two. Well, you think they're going to stomp them, huh? Yeah, their defense is just going to overpower the fuck out of Deshaun Watson. All right. And the Browns suck. Timmy? All right, I'm... uh... I'm taking the Packers by three and a half. Take the Vikings, John. Do it. If the Packers win, you're happy regardless. Do it. Do it. I do have change to spare, but I I don't yes. want to cheer Let for the, the hate flow through. You. I don't want to cheer for the Vikings at all. I'm going to take the Seahawks plus one and a half. Bad choice, Mike White's back. Mike White's going to torch Seattle for at least three fifty four tutties. Everybody hear that? Sam just bet on the Jets. You know, I I so picked the Seahawks, the Seahawks to win, but so Seahawks are plus one and a half, right? Yeah, they're plus one yeah. and a half. Okay, all right. All right, there you go. Sam with uh, Commanders minus two, Johnny Seahawks plus one and a half, and I'll take the Packers minus three and a half. Sweet spread picks, sweet picks all around. Border battle week, Packers, Vikings, huge implications. The Vikings could very well end the Packers season at Lambeau this upcoming Sunday. It's it's, it's not over if they lose, right? Yeah, but we're uh, to us Packer fans, I feel if you take an L at all, it's kind of just done. Like what if... I guess they're sitting in a great scenario right now where it's if as a Packer fan, I feel right. We'll take the playoffs no matter what, if we somehow get in, but 
you're kind of in a position where you just you just need to win. You need to keep winning if you want to want to go anywhere if you do make the playoffs. So that's well, if in 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 your guys's win out. Yeah. And make the playoff scenario, you would be going into candlestick in that situation. Yeah, I know. So there's that. Uh, not if the 49ers drop a game. Uh, that seems highly unlikely. If the 49ers drop one and the Vikings drop one. Because the Vikings they, uh, hold the two. The, the the 49ers have the Raiders this week and then the Cardinals. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder. You, and, you know, I wonder what that scenario looks like. You know, what a perfect tee-up, Sam, for the Packer fans that listen to the Bowski Bros. If you'd like to know what happens if the Packers unfortunately drop an L on Border Battle Weekend, how do they still potentially make the playoffs? Tim and I are very possibly going to be talking about it this week on our Bowski Bros Packer edition. So be on the lookout for that. We'll break down some more Packers and, and what that might look like. Yeah, I I definitely, definitely rather have the Giants again than the the resurging Packers. So what you're saying is... Couldn't agree more? You're scared of Green Bay. No, I'll just let the Niners knock them off like they had the last like three seasons in a row. There you go, everybody. You heard it here first on the Bosque Bros Podcast. Sam is terrified of the Green Bay Packers. Thanks for listening. Week 17 coming up. Huge Week 17 if you're an NFC North fan. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Deuces. Stay new to your pets. Go, Pat, go. Absolutely.